Hello everyone, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch-through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen-rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everyone, to the Let's Talk Avatar podcast. I am Isaac, and with me today is... Rachel. And today we're going to be talking about the most anticipated, at least for me, and I think you too, Rachel? Yes. Episodes in season two, it is beginnings part one and two. Which are episodes seven and eight. Yes. So. Let's talk talk Avatar. Avatar. (laughs) These episodes are what makes season two so great for me. I guess you could say so many people hate on season two and I understand it. It is a boring season. It's one of those seasons that just kind of like, Ugh, come on, let's get to the point. But these episodes are bangers. They are what make the season as great as it is to me. And not only this episode, but the last episode, you know, where we see the end fight. That's pretty intense, too. <laughs> um, anyway, we're not talking about that episode. So <laughs> we're about halfway through the season <laughs> before we get there. <laughs> Um, these episodes we're going to talk about collectively because it's kind of hard to just talk about one episode and then the next because we're probably just gonna, as usual, talk back and forth about it all. Um, do you want to say something first or do you want me to? I'll talk about it. Um, Okay, go first. (laughs) I guess. So, Cora got swallowed up. She done got sucked up by that. She got the Gok Gok 3000 by the spirit and then ended up on... Like a fire sage island, which, by the way, is that similar to, like, the fire sages in The Last Airbender? I mean, yeah, but I also think that, like, these are a little more, like... Nomadic? They're, like, a community of that one guy that helped Aang. (laughs) Yes! They're all like him now. Yeah! I forgot about him. (laughs) They're not rebellious because, like, these people are actually trying to help the Avatar. Yeah, they're not, like... They're not, like everyone else besides that one guy (laughs) (laughs) shout out to that one guy anyways um i think it's boss they have like cora's she's going through it she's literally in a coma and they're like healing her with fire which i thought we've never seen before right until now yeah and they also she's saying rava the whole time and at this point we don't know who rava is so we're like what the heck and definitely she doesn't know who rava is and they lower her down into water which is so strange because they're firebenders i just now that clicked in my head like they're lowering her into water which you would expect from waterbenders and healers but maybe fire sages maybe i'm looking too deep into this but maybe the fire like opened up something in her and then when they lowered her into the water maybe it's like it like cultivates it to where she's able to like open her mind up her third eye real deep her chakra yeah (gasps) maybe maybe it's all connected in that way yeah because then shortly after it goes into like her mind and she's like projected yeah onto two sides yeah, and then and she's, she's like, the I am you. Avatars. Who are you? You are me. No, sir. You I'm... are you. <laughs> <laughs> so this crazy. is trying to do a TikTok. <laughs> but, but yeah, she does that, and it's like two coins of this. Two, two coins? Two sides of the same coin. <laughs> yes. This episode is. Uh, me and Isaac have watched Korra through plenty of times, and there was a lot of things we did not pick up 
from the last times we've watched this episode. We both looked at each other multiple times while watching it. We're like, wait, what? I don't remember that. So And it's, it's like cool, cool stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of interesting things. And I think that's why we're so excited to talk about the this episode specifically is because there's so many things we didn't pick up on before that we did this time around. And I think it helps too that we were so excited to watch it. We were we looked at our list of episodes. We're like, these are the next ones. Oh my gosh. But anyway, hop into what you want to talk about first because I don't even know where to begin. I don't either, but I'm just going to start, I guess. Um, the whole art style of Avatar Wan's story is just amazing. I wish all of the Avatar series were drawn in that style. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like it, which I can get because it's not really like um, your typical cartoony, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a very, it looks kind of traditional, mm-hmm. but I love it. I and absolutely I felt like, love it too. I felt like because the art style was kind of subdued, it was easier for you to focus on the emotional aspect of the actual story itself and the characters and not just like what's going on at all times yeah, around everything. They did a really good job of making the scenes very like pleasing and interesting, but not too overwhelming to where it takes away from what you're actually supposed to be listening to. Um, another thing, Peep peep we're gonna plug someone here real quick wisteria art on instagram she's an artist absolutely love her art style she is she's an artist but she does a lot of avatar related artworks and this art style we both agreed me and isaac that it really reminds us kind of of her art style so if you haven't checked her out and you really love the art style in these episodes you definitely should check out her she's um, i think it's wisteria.art on Instagram. Could be wrong. If you really want to know and you can't find her, you can always DM me and I will send you a link or um, at her. Anyway, uh, yes, this art style is beautiful. I love it. I think it's very like whimsical yet um, earthy, if that makes sense. I don't know how to like describe I it. I think it's the, the, the way they animated it. It just feels very um, satisfying, like yeah. pleasing to look at. It's very realistic in even though it is kind of more stylistic. It's such a great break, too, from the previous episodes because it has been slow. It's kind of been like, okay, where are we going with this? Yeah. So you get this backstory and this break from kind of the slow-moving you know, season so far. So it's such a nice break. I love it. These episodes are amazing. I will say it over and over again. It's really interesting, cause, too, because I haven't seen that many shows go that route. You know, mm-hmm. where the show's kind of like slow and then they hop into a completely different story, but that's like fast paced, boom, in your face. But yet totally related to everything yeah. within that season. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it still looks like the same art style, but like slightly different, you know, so it's not so drastic. I like that. And I and I love that they were able to show that it was like way in the past with that art style. But anyways... Um, so the story starts off, Juan is like your, your average human trying to get by, feed his, him and his friends, um, doesn't really come from riches. He's like poor as whatever. I'll get out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's going to do anything he can to live, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about it. He craves this power because I think he is so poor and he, he, he he, doesn't have, I don't think he's ever had that either. And he wants it for 
for good. You know, he wants to help people. Well, even when he when he like stole the the bread pieces, he gave it to his two friends and then animals. Animals and Avatar for the first ever exactly. Avatar. Exactly. Like he's he obviously has his own wants and needs, but he puts those down to help others. And I think that's it's just really cool to see that because you already watching him and you're like, okay, I can understand why they chose him to represent the first Avatar. You know? Yeah. There's so much that goes on, though. He ends up getting banished. So at, at this point, this is like 10,000 years before, right? This mm-hmm. takes place 10,000 years before. At least that's what I've kind of figured yeah, out from harmonic this. Yeah, Convergence, I think, is like every 10,000 years, right? Yeah, which I don't know if this, hap- if this was happened the last harmonic convergence. I think it did. But I, yeah, I think it did. Anyway, at that point, people, like, there were just islands on island, I mean, on um, lion turtles, like, were not worlds um cities so and then it, then there was a spirit wilds so to get to other lion turtles you had to go through the spirit wilds to get to them which i feel like you couldn't do without dying yeah <laughs> and the lion turtles would give there is one they all had different bending to give so like of course water earth fire air and this lion turtle that he comes from gives fire, and they give it away to help people to survive in the it's, wild. It's almost like a loan from like a bank or something. Yeah, it's literally like, okay, I'm going to give you this to use while you're in the wild, and then you bring it back to me. Yeah, once you have done good, bring it back. Like, you've you've mm-hmm. done what... You needed to do, bring it back. It's not even if you've done good, because me and Isaac figured out the lion turtles are against the spirits too. Which is weird to me. I, I would love like a hierarchy description on these ancient beings because like going a little bit ahead, but Rava doesn't have as much power as the lion turtles. Yeah, she she has a respect for them and like kind of bows to them. Yeah, almost is, like they're the gods. Yeah, which kind of, I mean, it makes sense because they do hold bending and Rava but was only Im- able to have bending because the lion turtle allowed her to hold it for one. But when you hear the embodiment... I think it actually might be like um I don't wanna I don't wanna be like blasphemous or not just not know, but I think it might be related to not um like some Asian religion. Mm-hmm. Cause I know Maybe. a lot of Avatar takes from different religions like that, or mm-hmm. like Hinduism. I think it might be something like that. I could see that. I mean, we don't really know enough to like pinpoint exactly what it would be, but maybe it is related to some. I'm trying to compare it to Christianity. Like the one who is all knowing and has is like the embodiment of light Mm -hmm. is the God. But I don't think that's what they're going for because Rava is the embodiment of light, but she doesn't have as much power as the lion turtles. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they're kind of more equals, but they hold different powers in different ways. Different positions. Exactly. So like they're, they're equals. But they have different positions, if that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know. There's just a lot to it. I would be really interested to know more, like deep dive into that kind of realm of things. Also, you brought up a good point of Avatar Wan. The city he was he's on grants mm-hmm. firebending. Mm-hmm. Korra, is, her best bending ability is fire. She's like a hothead. Does that have something to do with harmonic convergence? Or do you think that's just like happenstance that... I think it's just something that they... I don't know if there's really... A, I think it's just a coincidence. I don't know. If, I mean, maybe they meant something for it, but I don't really... I, it's really hard because the fandom will go so deep into things, and I don't think that it's even meant to be taken that seriously. But I think you know? I... For me, I think I need to go deep into this because I think there's actually something here. Do you think Aang could have done harmonic convergence? 
Do you think he would be able to? I think spiritually he could have. Like spiritually he has a spiritual ability because he is so connected. But Kor is such a strong avatar in the way of like... Fire? What do you mean? I don't know what you're trying to incorporate with fire. I'm trying to say that maybe that needs to be... Someone who favors the fire more and like, like someone that's very passionate exactly maybe. to get the job done. I mean, I personally don't see that, but I I understand why you're seeing that. Like, I can get why someone would see that. I'm going to go really deep it. here, but each lion turtle represents an element, right? Yes. Obviously, these elemental gods, like elements are so sacred, there has to be more to them. Obviously, if someone is a firebender, they're going to be more aggressive, more passionate about things. If someone's like an airbender, more calm, cool, collected, relaxed. So I think there's something there to that. There could be. I mean, because Juan is is really like in your face. He's passionate. He's going to fight for what he believes in. There's a reason that air nomads are the way they are because it's it's a very spiritual element, I feel like. It's very relaxed. Actually, I could kind of see that because when Juan does meet the air nomads, they run away from him. They're scared. Yeah. They're not even willing to put up a fight or like... They don't even want to give them a chance. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're just like, okay, we're going to run away. This is weird. And I'm like, okay, you don't even know. I mean, maybe I could see that. I think think there are times where we're meant to take things deeper and this might be one of them. And then I think there's times where we're definitely not supposed to and everyone does. But this is also the beauty of Avatar because what we're saying right now could mean nothing. Yeah. And it most likely will mean nothing, but... That is the beauty of it is it's so open-ended that we can theorize for days and days Mm. and days. We were talking about this. Some people get really upset because it's not so closed. You know, it's not so like set in stone like, hey, this is what this means. This is why this happens. It's more up for interpretation. Which I love. I do too. Because if it were just set in stone, it's like, again, talking about Mm rewatchability. You know, there's something new to find in everything if it's open-ended. Yeah, exactly. If or you, yeah, you can intake things differently every single time you watch. Like we, you did can this look time. at it through a lens of something else, or even a different character. Yeah, for sure. We we've gone on to this tangent, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we we were talking the entire time we were watching it too, and it's so hard for us because we're like, no, we need to save it for the podcast so that we can share our feelings. But it's so hard because, especially with these episodes, there's so much, and there was something I wanted to say specifically and i can't remember what it was i'm sure i'll remember as we continue to talk on but i hope i got that point across i hope that didn't sound too like no out i of, out of this no, world once you explained it more like i understood it so i mean i got it but i think i think if you don't understand what we're saying go rewatch those episodes and see maybe if you see it then yeah or see something different because we've like i've said we've watched these episodes many times and we just now notice these things so maybe it's something you have to look for more to kind of see um anyway <laughs> we went way it's just there. these two episodes are literally like showing you the beginning of the avatar yeah that's so why it's me- like there's so much knowledge just dumped at once but then it's so open it just opens the floodgates for even more questions to I, be answered. I think for me, what makes these episodes so special is that we watched Avatar The Last Airbender as it aired. We didn't watch Korra as it aired, but when we did watch it, when I, I mean, when I watched Avatar, I craved for more information about the lore. And we didn't, we got it a little bit, but really not that much. So when I got to see the backstory of how the Avatar was created and what it involved, I literally, okay, I, I cry at everything, but I cried during these episodes because it just like, 
I don't know, you start to really see the background of the Avatar and how important they are and the things that they really do fight for. Because I think it, you, as we watch the show, you kind of get lost because we're only seeing this one Avatar. And maybe they're really irritating us or they're not doing what we think they should. But they're all still working towards the same thing. And it definitely means something that Juan was the first Avatar because he was truly on the side of good. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's a scene where he can't get into the spirit oasis with um, his friend that calls him Stinky, the <laughs> spirit. He's like a lemur He's sloth. like a lemur thing. Um, but he f- eventually makes it in for, like, trying to save the spirit. Instead of, like, trying to cook it to eat it, he was like, okay, I better save you. And then he got in more trouble because his friends came back to try and kill him type thing. But anyways, when he got back... The spirit was like, okay, we'll let you in because we can tell you're like on the side of good. You're for the spirits and not dividing like the mm-hmm. rest of the humans. So I think that goes to show like, or even when Rava was like, I didn't know humans were capable of this. And Juan's like, well, I'm... I'm not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like most girls. I'm not like most girls. <laughs> yeah. I want to move on to Rava and Vatu because that's just yes. a, such a huge part. This, this It is what this whole season is really about. And it's really a cool concept. It's the concept, I think, of most everything. Duality. Yeah. Good and evil. And, you know, a lot of people could say that it's so generic. It's so boring. But, I mean, at the core of our being is good and evil. You know, like we have choices every day to choose good or evil literally every day in life. And so I think this resonates with people so much because it's so relatable. You know, like what side are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to be evil or good? Are you going to fight? Well, what side are you going to fight for? You know, it's such a perfect explanation because what, what other explanation could there be for the avatar? Mm-hmm. You know, the people that I've watched videos of that are complaining, not necessarily complaining, but critiquing the beginnings you know, the the whole history of the Avatar. What else were you expecting? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think any other story or any other writing could have done what they did with these episodes. Like, it just wouldn't make sense either way. Because yeah. the Avatar is the bridge between two worlds mm-hmm. while also the bridge between, like, good and evil, you know? Yeah, exactly. The, the Avatar is meant to bring balance to the world to keep things peaceful and the thing is is i don't think they mention it in these episodes but eventually we'll mention it is that vatu cannot exist without rava and vice versa because as long as there's evil there's good and as long as there's good there's evil and so it's just it's really cool and what i really love is seeing um rava and juan work together work together and then eventually form to become the true avatar because it's exactly what needed to happen, and it's how, obviously, the Avatar legend has lasted as long as it has. To go back on you saying the Avatar is like meant to bring balance and peace, I think that also might be based off of a religious like text or stories that I just don't know about. Mm-hmm. I'm like almost certain it is, um, and I think that might be what some people get wrong, because I know, again, like Avatar pulls heavily from multiple religions and kind of combines them into their own idea unified idea yeah Mm -hmm. um but there's when there's like multiple times where Juan's like you need to like join with me and rob is like i'll kill you yeah (laughs) you want to die (laughs) um 
but he gets to a point where he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, I have to risk my life right now or else Vatu will take over for the yeah. next 10,000 years. Ooh. So the way that Rava and Juan fuse together for eternity is Juan touches the spirit portal during harmonic convergence. I wonder if it was because it was during harmonic convergence that it worked. Yeah. Or that if it would work I to any I think that's point. another thing that people don't like is there's too many coincidences. Yeah. But I mean, maybe there's not. Maybe there is. Maybe it's supposed to be like that. Um, you look at there's prophecy in every 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 show, everything, every media. There is this idea of prophecy, whether it's talked about at all or not. It is Juan's prophecy to become the Avatar. So coincidences like that make sense for me Mm -hmm. when I look at it in a lens of like, okay, this is his prophecy. He needs to do this type thing. It, it's just really cool, and it's it. I mean, it's. It, I'm trying to figure out how to put this in words because it's just so interesting, and it gets so deep. Because once Rava and him fuse, th- the relationship they created before they fused is such a deep relationship, and then they fuse together, and it makes it even that more strong, much stronger. And then he truly enters the Avatar state, which we talked about. When you enter the ra- the the Ravastar. <laughs> Rava star? (laughs) When you enter the avatar state, is that Rava? Like, working through you? It has to be, because Rava is the one who gives you the power to enter. Like, Rava holds your bending for you. And so for you to be able to access all four elements... That's another thing. Rava has to be activated. Yeah, and when you're in the avatar state, your eyes are white. It's almost like you're not you. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too, when Rava holds the elements. He was able... He was the first person in history to get... To bend, be able to bend at least, like, more than two elements or more than one. Because Rava was, like, going through him each Which time he would learn. he received these elements from the fire turtles. And or the lion turtles? Or the fire turtles. They're just all fire. <laughs> They're all fire. The lion turtles. And I think something that gets really deep, and I was going to mention to Isaac, but they actually already mentioned before I could, is they end up locking Vatu away because they can't kill him, of course. They lock him in this tree by using all four elements to form him into this ball and lock him away. And then um, they have to shut the spirit portals. But before they do, they have to take all of the spirits back from Earth, like our world, into the spirit world and then close the portals. And it's kind of sad because it's like, wow, I thought maybe that they would be able to live together. But When your then... best friend has to leave your house. <sighs> Sucks. But then you're also <laughs> like, I'm so tired of you right now. <laughs> After you've had a sleepover with them for like five nights now. <laughs> um, anyway, it's just sad because at the end you see Juan and he's dying. And he tells Rava, like, even after locking Vatu away, chaos still happened. Because us humans, it's bound to happen, you know? When everyone thinks they're right and you're wrong, there's going to be conflicts and issues, and that's just the way humanity is. And it's just sad, but then it's also, it's such a a touching moment because Rava's like, your legacy will live on forever, you know, for lifetimes. And then you see that because the Avatar is born after that, from that point on. It's kind of... Until later on, (laughs) we'll get to that. It's literally the laws of the universe, you cannot have light on its own or darkness on its own. They have to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, or like energy. You can't destroy nor create energy. It's just here. And I feel like that's what they were going for. Juan not only was able to, you know, put Vatu in his tree. 
Okay, guys, it's an inside joke. <laughs> he was able to put him in his tree because he, like, became the Avatar, you know, all this power. But also, not to bring back prophecy, but to, like, it's just the laws of the universe. You can't have one being taking over. What for... would be the point? You know, like, what would be our our fight what would be what we're working towards if there was nothing to offset that why would rava be in his tree let us know who you would lock in a tree if you (laughs) yeah if there was one person you could lock in a tree who would it be and why it doesn't have to be in real life it could be like from any show yeah it could be anyone like who do you really just hate the most fictional real whoever not even hate, but like annoy you so much that or you want to lock be away. Funny, like how how funny would it be to just like lock Patrick Star away? <laughs> Wait, Patrick... In stripper boots, the movie oh. Patrick. <laughs> I get confused because it's Patrick Star, the like. YouTube oh, the beauty guru. Artist. Yeah, and so when people say Patrick Star, I'm like, "Wait, are you talking about the beauty guru no. or like the actual Patrick Star from SpongeBob?" Um. Okay, but that yes. would be funny too. Um, Let us know. Also, would you guys be interested in a Rava? Not Rava. A Vatu stuck in a tree sticker. Sticker. Because Isaac and I are really feeling the idea, and even if you guys all say no, we're probably still gonna do it. But like, let <laughs> us know. We might send you one if you're interested. It's kind of like when you're voting. At least if you live in America, and they're like. This we didn't do a public census on this. We're gonna put it through anyway, so it doesn't matter what if you vote no, we're just gonna put it through. Yeah. It's kinda like that. We just want your guys' opinions, but if it's no, we really don't care. We're just gonna do it anyway. <laughs> if the majority though says no, then No, I'm still doing it. I'm sorry. Okay. Um... But I'm not a great artist, so it won't turn out as good as if you did it. Maybe I should try and do it and just see how it turns out. Anyways, I think there is something there with Cora and Juan. Maybe. Kind of having the same... There could be. Let us know if you guys agree. Like, do you see it? If you do, explain your side of it. Like, do you agree? What is it to you that stands out and, and really makes you think about it that way? Also, I was questioning harmonic convergence and the fact that, like, what if harmonic convergence next time after, like, 10,000 years after Cora, what if it happens... And the avatar that's able to do it is like ninety years old and literally like can't <laughs> do it. Physically can't do it. Like what happens? Does Vatu take over? Cora could hardly do it, remember? Yeah, and Juan could barely do it until he got Rava. Okay, but Cora has Rava and still can't do it. <laughs> but she didn't have the journey that Juan did in the relationship with Rava. True. She was she already learned all about it though and still couldn't do it. But she was too privileged to have rava she didn't know the struggle true she didn't know what it was like to be without rava she didn't even know who rava was <laughs> this bit been going this... her whole life without knowing rava okay getting a rava tattoo i think would be so cool like forget ying and yang get rava and vatu oh imagine the signs the tail okay. oh my God. i always thought rava's symbols look like uh i think it's called this is it stalagmite what? No, that's not it. It's like those I prehistoric mean, crabs. Prehistoric crabs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not pulling this out. I'm just saying like it she looks her symbols look like a prehistoric crab. Nice. Anyone in the comments, they have like weird weirdly I think I know what you're talking about. I'm yeah. getting like a 
faint vision in my yeah, head. Yeah, like if you were to still. lift one on its... Oh, yeah. On the, like, belly. Yeah. It looks like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When you said belly, I thought you were meaning the shell, and I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all we really have to say about this episode. There's a lot. We probably could talk more on we and on about it. We could theorize... <laughs> For if the we rest of this go, podcast, just if, from these episodes. If we were to go deep, we would be here for a long time. As always, we're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know. Oh, also, I forgot to mention earlier, if you're still around listening, we are doing a Christmas giveaway that will be ending, I think it said December 15th. Is that when the end date is? Check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. There's more information on there with all the details. I can't even remember. We don't even know. (laughs) Um, But we're going to have a few like Christmas themed stuff and make it fun. Give some stuff away because it's that time of the year and it's our favorite holiday. So it's that time of the month. It's that time of the month where we got to give stuff away. (laughs) Bloodbending. Anyways, we will see you here. Um, (laughs) We will see you guys next week. As always, we love you. Thank you. And uh, yeah. My name's Rachel. (laughs) My name's Isaac. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at Let's Avatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.